Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations 12 Steps to Freedom. Tonight we are doing an overview of the first seven steps with you because there is five weeks in April. And so we get this opportunity to take a little bit extra time and review what we've done. So we're excited to do that. Um, and with me, I have my beautiful co-host, Terry Sayre. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I'm doing fine. Thank you. Great. Great to have you. And with us, we also have the amazing <laughs> guest coach that we love to have with us all the time, Trish March. Hi, ladies. How are you doing tonight? Doing good. Doing good. Thank you for being on the show with us. Doing a little wrap up. I love being here. <laughs> yes, and we love having you. So, um, just going over the going over the first seven steps, there is awareness, willingness, connection, compassion, accountable, present moment, and surrender. And um, we've talked about a lot of tools in these seven months. And so, Terry, I want to start off with you. Let's let's just hit each step one at a time. Um, was the um, looking back at awareness, or just the seven months of a, you know of applying awareness to all of the all of the steps? Like, what do you feel like um, you got this year out of awareness? Maybe applying it to your focus this year, or just your number one awareness tool? Well, I, awareness is is like the foundation of change. I think until someone is aware that. You know, there's something out of alignment in their life or there's just they just feel stuck or there's something that just doesn't feel right. Their intuition is telling them that they're restless, that, that there's uh, some confusion. And just that ability to accept that as a positive step in, towards change, I think, is, is really foundational to, to the steps to, to – you know, to being able to live in freedom and to being able to be true to yourself and and live your true nature. So I think that awareness, we get stuck in, in our comfort zone and we feel like everything's okay because it's what we know, but it's awareness that draws us out of our comfort zone and almost pushes us or or gives us a hint or propels us forward to want to change something in our lives. And I think without that, awareness then we just stay stuck in our comfort zone and I've I've just recently been able to watch a someone that I care about a lot uh, come to an awareness and get to that point of being aware that being where they are is being stuck and not growing and not really serving the people around them or loving themselves or loving others and then just that next step of willingness to do something about that. And I think those two steps in tandem uh, are the beginning of the road to change, the beginning to 
to a new life, to fulfillment, to happiness, to uh, growth. And I just feel like I can, I'll stop myself and I'll just think, you know, I'm, I'm really aware that something is bugging me and taking that not as a, an irritant, but looking that at that as an advantage, as a message, as a special hint to me that I have an opportunity to grow. And then being willing to search that out. And just as you look at all of the steps, you know, as you're willing to do that and connect with your intuition, then you can just, it just begins this, this cycle of growth, this cycle of improvement, this transformation to whom you can be. And sometimes I think you never really get to that ultimate transformation. It's a continuous road of improvement. And every time you think you're, you're almost there, you see something new, you see a new opportunity a new awareness that you can uh, go in a different direction, that you can go further, deeper. And I think that awareness is just an amazing, an amazing first step that continues to fuel your transformation throughout your journey. Absolutely. What do you feel is your number one tool that supports you in um, becoming aware? Well, I don't know what is you know, a specific tool that I can say supports me in that. I think it's a, it's a mindset. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's a particular tool or not, but uh, maybe my, my uh, gratitudes and acknowledgements help me to be more aware of where, you know, what I'm about, whether I'm progressing on that journey and whether or not I'm in alignment with, uh, with my values and my belief system and so, you know, that's my number one tool for almost everything. So I, I use that tool um, consistently and, and thoughtfully and purposely to, to keep myself aware and, and willing to take risks. And so I, I would say probably that's my, you know, that's one of my number one tools for, for awareness. But I think there are probably stretch, risk, and dive plays a big a big part in that as well, just being aware of, of my comfort level and whether or not I'm stretching and being aware of is that a stretch risk or a die. I think that that really ties into my gratitude and my acknowledgement journal as well. It's just that, that a willing, it's a willingness to listen to your, listen to your inner voice to be, um, you know, just not just, complacent in your life and letting your life happen to you but being aware of your circumstances aware of your the people around you aware of your feelings aware aware of your thoughts aware of of how you're hearing what you say and and you're listening and it's just it's being alive you know it's Mm -hmm. really being being aware it's being alive i think people can go through their life without without being aware of what's going on around them. It's like they're just going through the motions and getting up and doing what they're supposed to do and what they do every day and no awareness that they're unhappy, that they're confused, that they're dissatisfied. You know, they're just, I don't know. It's just, to me, it's just being alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we've talked a lot about consciously living or, or choosing, right? And I think that that definitely comes with aware. If you're not, if you're not aware that there's, a change to be, you know, to be done, right, or that a change needs to happen, then nothing's 
going to change, right? So it all does start with awareness. Trish, what is your what is your tool with awareness? How do you how do you support yourself in in staying in a in a state of awareness? I guess. Well, I think the one to add on to Terry's thing because what a great way to to put all that information about awareness. Um, one of the key things about awareness for me is that you know not just being aware that I'm dissatisfied or aware that I'm upset or aware that I feel stagnant, but having the awareness of what I want life to look like or what I want to do with my life. And then, mm-hmm. you know, thinking about what it's, what's the cost of me staying how I am and what's the benefit of staying how I am and what's the cost of me changing and what's the benefit of me changing. Like that's a huge, that's a huge thing for me. I'm all about possibilities. And, mm-hmm. you know, when I look at, and I think that so many people get stuck in, you know, being aware of, what they're dissatisfied with in their life, but maybe they don't always take that step to see, you know, what, what could be, you know, and what, what they really want out of, out of life and what they do want to change. Like once they, once they get on the path of change, what do they want that to look like at the end? Um, And I think that, you know, not everybody hits that. And I, that's an important part of awareness for me too, is not only seeing where I am right now, but, you know, seeing where I want to be or, or envisioning where I want to be. And then, you know, really looking at that from a cost-benefit perspective. Like, what's, it, what's the benefit of me staying here in this state of dissatisfaction? You know, it's just, you know, I'm not having to fear anything because I'm safe or I'm, you know, it's familiar. You know, but if there's a possibility for me to, to change, what's the benefit of me, you know, changing so I'm not living a life of being dissatisfied? You know, how cool, cool could mm-hmm. that be? What's the, what do I want to picture that to be? So I know I always jump mm-hmm. to possibilities because that's my thing. But, um, you know, I think that's a, an important part of awareness is what what could be or what do I want to change my current cir- circumstance into. And then, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. what, what would that look like? Yeah, so that's kind I love of my that. Thing. I, mm-hmm. Empowering to, to really understand what the benefits could be of change. And so that when you get into the willingness factor, I think that really helps build your willingness when you can envision what it what the future could look like or what a change could look like it helps support that whole willingness Mm -hmm. process yeah absolutely I love that I love that yeah that totally made me think I'm working with this I'm working with a coach um and she's helping me with um well probably probably about at least 60 percent of what she's coaching me on is helping me with my finances and you know, she's like, um, you know, I have a lot of like little bills, you know, that are reoccur, right, every month. And she's like, what are these? You know, are are they a value? And I'm, you know, and I don't necessarily go and try to figure out what they are. <laughs> you know, like they're just these automatic yeah. things that go through every month, like on Amazon or, or through Google or something. I'm like, I, I think they're a game of the kids or they're this or they're that. You know, and she had me look at this at my gym membership. Now, my gym membership is only like fourteen ninety nine a month, right? So I'm thinking, oh, it's only fourteen ninety nine a month, right? But I haven't gone in forever, and I don't see myself going back, right? So okay. she's like, okay, yeah, so fourteen ninety nine a month. Maybe that's not worth going down to the gym and filling out the paperwork, and 
and uh, turning off this membership. But it's $270 a year. Mm. Yep. Does $270 a year make you want to go down there and turn it off? And I'm like, okay, fine, yes. <laughs> right? So my awareness of what it was costing me upped my willingness, right? Just like you yeah. said, you know, yep. knowing the cost and the benefit of of what of what you're doing, right? Yep. I think that's that's really that's really powerful. And I liked what Terry said too about acknowledgments and gratitudes. I think that they definitely up our awareness. When we're when we're looking at taking risks and we're acknowledging ourselves on a daily basis, that's going to up our aware, up our willingness as well, right? Because we're seeing, yep, we're absolutely. upping our awareness on the risks that we're already taking. We're upping our awareness on all of these things we're already accomplishing. And so it's not going to, you know, it's going to, it's going to support us in being more willing to continue to risk and make bigger risks, right? Um, yep. So I, I love, I love, I love your tools that you've mentioned. Um, my favorite tool, and I've mentioned it several times, is are you making it up or is it true? And that supports me in a lot of different ways. But I think in awareness, it's, you know, really looking at, really looking at, um, you know, the things that you're saying to yourself or the excuses you're making or the stories you're telling yourself, you know, to, to keep yourself stuck, Right. Um, Mm -hmm. and really getting down to the nitty-gritty with it. Is it really true? Is this really something that's preventing me from moving forward? Or, you know, do I, can I be creative and go about it in a different way? You know, or, you know, is this really true, right? Is it really true that this person doesn't like me? Maybe, maybe not, doesn't need to stop me, right? You know, you really looking at all of those different things that you're saying to yourself to keep yourself small, right? Or keep yourself safe in your comfort zone. So I love well, that. And I love it that. Our... Seem like such a big, yep. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh huh. No, go ahead, Trish. I was going to say just um, a perfect example is with your gym membership. You know, you're telling yourself like, mm-hmm. Oh, it's not really that big of a deal because it's only fourteen ninety nine a month. But you know, when you look at the bigger picture at the reality of it, it, you know, it, it becomes a bigger deal. So that's a perfect example of, you know, having a different perception. Yeah, exactly. And I love the fact that it leads us into willingness. Like our gratitude yeah. and our acknowledgments, they lead us into willingness. They lead us into, you know, um, our, you know, looking at the costs and benefits, it leads us into our willingness. And, and because that just shows how the – there's a rhythm to these to these uh, steps, I think. Or Terry likes to use the word synchronicity. Um, but yeah, and which I think is kind of the same thing. But um, but yeah, and it, when you're when you become aware, um, you know, of of something that's going on that you're not happy with, how willing are you? You know, moving on to willingness. How willing are you to do something differently to have that change? Um, and usually when I'm talking about something and I find that I continue to talk about it and I'm not doing it, that it's my willingness that is, that's where I'm stuck. You know, it's, it's that Ooh, willingness right. factor. And, you know, how can I up my awareness? And so, you know, we've already talked, you know, cost and benefit will up my awareness, right? 
because we've already talked about that. Awareness, I mean, uh, gratitudes and acknowledgments can up my awareness. Um, but um, but talking about willingness, you know, was um, – sorry, got a little lost in my head. Um, talking about willingness, was there anything for either of you um, with willingness this, this year um, that really supported you or stood out? Sorry, we'll start with Terry. <laughs> you, have to, you have to be specific, huh? Well, <laughs> I know I can't just leave it to either one of you. <laughs> I think for me, when I think of willingness, I just feel like it. Like you said, awareness leads to willingness. If uh, if we're going to to enter into change, then we're going to have. We don't have to, but we can choose to take action. And so willingness leads to action. So I like the four A's. Uh, I like those a mm. lot. Uh, they benefit me because, first of all, I have to acknowledge my feelings around this potential change and allow myself to process the feelings, which is a totally new practice for me when I, since I came into fearless living because I'm a head person and I like to think things through. I I kind of ignore my feelings and go with my head. And so for me to acknowledge I have feelings and then to allow myself to process those feelings is was a really big step for me. And then after that awareness of what my feelings are and my willingness to, to allow myself to process those feelings, then I can ask, like Trish was saying, you know, get clear on ask what I'm committed to. So it it helps me to have almost like a formula to keep myself in action. So asking myself, what am I committed to, then allows me the choice to act upon my commitments. So for me, the four A's are an extremely supportive tool of going from awareness to willingness to take action. Because I can be aware, 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 and mm-hmm. and aware and never get to action. And I get mm-hmm. I can get really stuck in awareness and feel quite enlightened because I'm so aware. But <laughs> yet what really, mm-hmm. really will make a difference and change is by perhaps acknowledging that fear that I have around around the new step, acknowledging you know, the that I'm triggered. And I, I'm afraid of looking incompetent or whatever it is, that feeling that I'm having that's probably blocking me from taking that, being willing to take action. So the four A's really help me because if I can acknowledge the feeling, first of all, identify and be aware of the feeling, acknowledge it, allow myself to process that. And during that processing, I use your tool, which is ask myself, is it true or am I making it up? You know, is it really, uh-huh. really going to look incompetent? Am I real? Is it really a fearful thing? Is it really, you know, might be yes or no. And then ask, well, what am I committed to? Am I committed to this awareness that I have that this possibility may propel me forward? And that's what I really want to be committed to. And then act. And so acting uh-huh. on that commitment will get me out of my comfort zone and help me to move forward towards 
towards some opportunity. And when we get to surrender, the, what we were working on before is surrender yourself to whatever that possibility might be and not being attached to a specific outcome. And so the synergy of all of these steps, it just you can see how they work together. But the four A's are probably one of my, my strongest tools to get me willing to take action. Awesome. That's I love it. I, I love that tool too. Um, I was going to say, um, I get a little bit overwhelmed with, uh, you know, goals and tasks and things to move forward. And some of that keeps me from moving forward. So I think stretch, risk, or die is probably a, is, is a pretty important tool for me where I can, you know, write down all the things I need, like the steps I want to take to, Make, make a change and then determine where my risks are, my stretch risks or dies are, and then, you know, help myself by taking small steps forward to continue my movement. So I think mm-hmm. that, you know, sometimes I forget that I'm in control of this change. I'm in control of my movement. I'm in control of my willingness to make changes and take steps in my life. And uh, that tool will help me not be overwhelmed and, and not um, really – um, help deny the trajectory of where I where I can go. So for me, you know, I love the four A's as well. I use that quite often. But I think, um, you know, depending on the size of the change, stretch risk or die can be a pretty powerful tool for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I love stretch risk and die. You can use that in so many different ways. And I love that we're bringing it up right now with willingness because it probably will come up with some of the other steps. But um, absolutely, yeah. I mean, I think that you know, using it to to really um, get focused and clear on where those stretch and those risks are, because the dies are pretty obvious, right? You know, you're like, heck no, yeah. I don't want to do that. Yep. Put that one at the bottom, right? <laughs> of the list. Uh, yeah. But sometimes those stretch and those risks are a little tricky, like. You know, fear is trying to make you think that a risk is a stretch, and then you get stuck on it. And, um, yeah, so I, I, I love that. I love that, love that. I think for me, my biggest tool with willingness is a support buddy. Oh, nice. And I think, I think that sometimes you kind of forget, you know, that um, we don't have to be fearless alone, right? No one can be fearless alone, Rhonda Britton. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, sorry, that's a that's a quote, and that I said it in a way that was a joke. Um, but um, but a support buddy is a major major tool for me. I know that when I'm about to do something that is a little scary for me, it's a little bit of a risk, or it's a, it's a pretty big stretch. Um, it's gonna be easier if I'm doing it with someone else, or if someone is you know kind of you know cheering me on through it, checking up on me, um, which that could be more of an accountability partner, but just someone showing up, caring about what's going on and, you know, maybe doing it with me, like going to the gym. Cause <laughs> I don't go to the gym by myself ever. I don't think <laughs> I have, I'm not saying I can't, I have done it, but I was way more consistent when I had a buddy. Um, I went for almost two years at five o'clock in the morning, which is so crazy for me, for people who know me. No, I mean, I have more of a habit of, you know, going to bed at five than waking up at five in the morning. And so 
Right. You know, but I had a buddy, and she was going to pick me up at 5 o'clock, and I did not want her to go by herself. So I made sure that I was up at 4.30 and dressed and ready to walk out the door, you know. And so I know that about myself, and I think that, you know, I could sit around beating myself up about it. Why can't you go to the gym by yourself, Kelly? Um, but there's really no need for that. It's just, oh, okay, I'll right. go to the gym if I'm going with someone else. So I'll find someone yep. else to go with me. Yeah. That's so you're really right. naturally building that connection, right? You're naturally building the connection, which is the next step, right? Which is pretty amazing. Uh, yeah. mm. Look at you just taking us to the next one. <laughs> but I think, I think that, I mean, that does. It shows how these steps really, one leads right into the other, right? Absolutely. One just Absolutely. naturally leads us into the next one. Right? When we're willing, then we're going to, you know, we're either going to connect inside and find out what are those stretch, those risks or those dies, right? Or we're going to, you know, connect with someone else in a support buddy that helps us kind of amp up our willingness and get into action. Right? So I love that. I love that. Terry, why don't you keep us going? Um, what are what are your feelings with connection? Well, I think connection uh, really focuses with, uh, with, a, with like you said, with, a, with buddies or a fear buster team. And I think one of the things that Rhonda Britton talks about in her book is, is developing a team of fear busters that can, can help you connect, uh, connect because no one can be fearless alone. And that's one of the things that Rhonda teaches us and one of the things that I've come to know that the more support I have, the better I'm going to do at, at being willing to take the action and make the change. And so I have some amazing support buddies in my, in my life that are, have been friends for, you know, a lifetime. And I have a wonderful group of support uh, buddies within our coaching uh, community. And so there's several, you know, that I talk to on a regular basis. And in fact, Trish and I support each other on a weekly basis. And it means so much to me in order to, well, she, sometimes she's just actually my venting partner. And sometimes she is is really supporting me. Yeah. Supporting me with some really awesome questions and coaching me and we work together. And I think that, you know, it's just, Rhonda identifies several kinds of support systems we can have where, you know, people that have done what we've done, what we want to do can be our voices of experience or we can have our, like you were talking about a cheerleader or maybe somebody that that's really has a lot of wisdom. And, and we like to think of these people as our powerful partners that assist us. And as we connect with them, we're able to connect with our wants and our desires, find out our commitments and then act upon them. And I think as well, when we talk about connection, it's, it's really important to connect with, um, with ourselves, our inner, our inner self, to connect with our core need, to connect with our, um, our you know, I, I will say spirituality or intuition, whatever you want to call it, to really connect with, with that and, and to listen and to be willing to take action on on that. I mean, some people are more intuitive than others. Some people have a real gift for that. 
and they're able to to help others to connect with that intuition that they that I think all of us are born with that, but some of us listen more carefully than others. And so having a good fear buster team and being connected to your own core need, your own inner voice, uh, your spirituality, that those are probably some of my my strengths, my strongest tools in connecting. Because I think if we're willing to transform our lives, then the importance of, of connecting with ourselves and with others uh, to really begin that change, that transformation, and to have you know, to have someone to journey journey with as you're um, recognizing that you're taking these stretches, risks, and dies, and you're out of your comfort zone, and you need that, so, you know, you really want that support, and all of that, again, is, is working together as a system, a process that's going to help us to to meet those those dreams, to be true to ourselves, to, as Rhonda puts, live the life that God intended, so... I think it's uh, it's a logical next step, and as we continue on the pathway, we we continue to connect with new people, with new ideas, with new possibilities, and just always being willing to make those connections to support our growth, our getting out of our comfort zone, taking those risks, and and growing towards what we're committed to in our lives. So, those are some of the tools yeah. that I use for connection. Yeah, I think that that was amazing, that. Terry. And I think one other thing. One other thing is if you are open and willing, a lot of times things that you don't even anticipate will come into your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the absolutely. open door. You're an open door. You're willing mm-hmm. and you're an open door. So you could have some amazing connections happen. Oh, Ladies. Yeah. yeah. We are out of time. <laughs> oh, really? Well, we got we got to four of us. <laughs> We got to three, Terry. We got to three. Three of the seven. <laughs> we are completely 100% out of time. But I think that I think that it shows that um, we've talked about a lot of amazing tools, ones that will support you with compassion, accountable, um, being accountable, um, present moment and surrender. I think that the main focus that we need to we need to think of is that all of these steps start within ourselves first um Mm -hmm. my thing with connection was going to be getting quiet um and really allowing yourself time to um to get clear on what it is that you want um but i i love that um i love that we that we talk so much that we're completely out of time um but i thank you guys for coming um i thank you trish for coming on tonight um and i'm excited for next month we're talking about possibilities and a lot of possibilities so does trish so we thank you guys for for coming and listening with us tonight i'm sorry we didn't actually get to all the tools but if you need some refresher, please go back and listen to any of the calls. Um, you can find them all on our website, which is org, or you can find them at blogtalkradio.com forward slash Generations, or you can find us on iTunes and just search Fearless Generations. I thank you all for being here. I thank you listeners. Please keep coming back. We love supporting you. This completely supports us as well. And until next week, everyone, 
Be fearless. Be fearless. Thank you, Trish. Good night. Good night.